You are listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast exploring scripture with Dr. T. Michael W. Halcombe and Dr. Frederick J. Long. Welcome and enjoy. Greetings, friends, and welcome to uh, What's in the Name. So what we're going to do in this series is uh, we'll spend 10 minutes running through different biblical names, uh, looking at their Hebrew or Greek or other meaning, depending upon the language. Um, three things I want us to consider as we look at names. Number one, what is the etymology of the name? Number two, how do we see their name play out in their story? Number three, what is the theological impact of their name? First name that we're coming to because we're going to do a series through uh, Bible book names, aka books that have a name to them, uh, is Joshua. Uh, Joshua, as we would say it in uh, English, of course, but uh, Joshua's name in Hebrew is actually Yehoshua, Yehoshua. Um, and so this, his name, Yehoshua, means Yahweh saves. Something you probably didn't uh, remember in your reading through the book of Numbers is that this is not his actual given name. Uh, many of our characters in the Bible have a name that is ascribed to them or given to them later on. Yehoshua's name is actually at the beginning, Hoshua, uh, Hoshua, or uh, uh, we might say Hosea. Um, and so we see his name actually gets changed in Numbers chapter 13 by Moses, changes the name from Hosea, the son of Nun, to being Yehoshua or uh, Joshua, as we might say in English. The J sound, in case you're curious, is a rather new sound phonology-wise in all languages. Um, it's only several hundred years old. Uh, uh, for the longest time, uh, J was actually a Y, so that's why we would say Yehovah or Yeshua or Yehoshua in this instance instead of Joshua in the original etymology. Number two, how does his name come out to play in the story? Well, um, at the end of the book of Deuteronomy, as Moses is uh, winding down to the point of his death and he's getting ready to pass on the reins to uh, his, his dear appointed one, Joshua, uh, the people fear. They say, Moses, if you die, who will lead us? Who will help us? And then he says, behold, Yehoshua, the son of Nun, will lead you into the promised land. Listen to him. He will take my place. Now, what's really interesting here, whenever we think about his name in play with his story, is that leading up to the point that when Yehoshua or Joshua takes over, the people just kind of carte blanche trusted Moses to lead them, to guide them, to provide for them. Now, as Moses is dying, wrapped into the name of his uh, following leader or the one that will come after him is the premise, the idea Yahweh saves. No, you don't have Moses to lead you anymore, but you have Yahweh to lead you. And Yehoshua, of course, with uh, Aaron, the appointed brother, will lead the people into the promised land. But Yehoshua, his name is literally reminding them, Yahweh saves. Yeah, we had a great time um, under Moses. Yes, Moses uh, helped save us from Egypt. But know this, it's Yahweh that will save us from here out. In fact, I would encourage you to read the story of Joshua in his book. And one of the interesting things that I want you to pay attention to as you read through the story is how many of the cities that they actually, quote-unquote, attack or take over in the Joshua conquest, either to the south or to the central or to the north, 
Um, how many of those do the children of Israel actually raise a sword within? Um, what's interesting is, is that there's so much happening in the land of Canaan whenever Joshua and the exilic people coming from Egypt show up. Um, one of the things that we see prevalent is that Yahweh is the one that does the saving. It's Yahweh that goes before them. It's Yahweh that helps them conquer so many of those cities uh, without even raising a sword. Um, yes, there's a few swords uh, raising battles, but the majority of Canaan is taken down by numerous different things. In fact, in Torah class, whenever I teach Torah, I, I love to point out that archaeologically speaking, we know that the Sea Peoples, which is the remnants of the uh, Greek Empire, the Peloponnesian Wars, as well as climate change, really is what decimated the overwhelming majority of the Canaanite Empire. And so whenever Joshua and the people leaving from Egypt following him show up, God had already gone before them and had already paved the way for them to take over. So step three, how does this apply to us? So his name is Yahweh Saves. We see Yahweh saving through the story of Joshua. Number three, well, I'd love to really point you to one verse. Uh, the Apostle Peter makes it really clear in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Uh, the, there is salvation, I'm reading on the screen, there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. What name is Peter talking about? Peter is talking about what we would Anglicanize say is Jesus, but Jesus's Aramaic name is uh, Yehoshua or Yeshua in Aramaic, Hebrew would be Yehoshua. Yahweh saves. Much akin to our personal lives where um, we might have tried to save ourselves at different points in times or other people might have liberated us in something within our lives. We must hit that pause button like at the end of Deuteronomy and say, who can do this for us? Who can lead us? Oh, friends, this is one of the most awesome realities. The first Bible name that has a name as its title is the name of our Savior, Yehoshua. Yahweh saves. May we not forget that the Lord is ever going before us, and it is by His name that we profess, we pray, and we are saved. For there is no other name under heaven and earth by which we must be saved, as the Apostle Peter put it. We'll catch you again, and this is the beginning. This is Joshua's name, Yehoshua. Study it, read it, may it bless you in your life. I'll see you soon. Interested in growing your ancient language skills but not sure where to start? Glow's House can help. From illustrated readers and short stories to lexicons and grammars, Glow's House offers a variety of resources for beginning, intermediate, and experienced ancient language learners. Head to glowsahouse.com today. Glow's House, language resources for the global community.